Welcome to the Everything RVC Podcast. I am David Costello. Happy to be joined once again in the co-host chair by Jerry Levi. Hey there. How you doing? Hey, welcome back. Hey, thanks, man. It's been good. I uh, just want to take a moment to give a shout out to Amanda. We all know Amanda's yeah. not here and, um, you know, we're all thinking about her and everything that's going on there because, um, you know, we all give a, we care about what's going on there. And, and Absolutely. Yeah. I know she's been very public about talking about what it, what's right. going on, but, um, you know, you know, we miss her. Yeah, we sure do. Um, yeah, I, I I know she's been listening as well. Nice. She's been giving me some feedback on the shows that she's been missing. Hopefully and, good. Uh, yeah, it's been good. Great. Yeah. But I can tell she misses it. So yeah. and we miss her too. So come back soon, please. Yes, yes. That being said, I love I love having you here. We always have a good time. Doing yeah. This, so hopefully Thanks. I'm somewhat informative and not too ah always off the cuff. But yeah, you know how we do it here. Anyway, we like to be seat of our pants, organic. It's so good. It's good for the conversation. I that's think. right. Yeah. See where it rolls. So seeing where it rolls, today's guest, Samantha Gray. Yes. Welcome. Hello. Hi. She's a big podcast fan. She actually got me into some good uh, true crime nice. podcasts. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of your jam, right? Yeah. Awesome. What are you listening to now? Um, I'm catching up on, I listen to a nationally syndicated radio show out of New York. It's the Elvis Duran Morning Show. So I try sure. to catch up on that because I don't listen at home. I've got two kids. So yeah. mm-hmm. to check out, to be present and actually listen to everything <laughs> is hard. Right. So I catch up on that. And let me say the times two speed is my friend because okay. I don't know how I would get through All everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I was telling Dave, I actually need to catch up on a Halloween one that I fell behind on, which those are really cool. They're very story and sound oriented yeah. and they usually get some pretty good actors and actresses. Awesome. Yeah, I love them. Oh, so they're kind of like fictional? Very, yes. Yeah, right. yeah okay. very. There was one I listened to, I think it was over two years ago. It was very Clue. Mm-hmm. Oh, Where cool. as you're listening, you kind of are following one character, but then people keep kind of comedically dying throughout, oh, yeah. and so you try and figure out just through sound, and I think that's so cool. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Almost like a radio drama. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. one, one of my favorite episodes of Frasier was when they did the uh, nightmare yes. in, and, and yeah. everything just goes haywire, <laughs> and he's, he ends up having to do all the voices, and oh, God, it was, that was terrific <laughs> yeah that's what that, that made me think of but yeah, anyway so you, you know you listen to this show speaking yes. of listening to podcasts i know you listen to everything rvc you know how this works so we, we like that. to back up and kind of start with what your rvc story is and i know you were a student here so why don't we back that far up yeah i started as a student here i graduated high school in 2011 which that ages me that's fine huh. but um and it's kind of funny listening to Carl Jacobs' podcast, he referred to Rock Valley as Rock Bottom, and that's kind of where I fell in the timeline of things as well, where, oh, you're going to Rock Bottom. and it's. Mm. But I was also, in high school, I knew college culture wasn't for me. I wasn't looking forward to living in a dorm, uh-huh. you know, meeting new people, the idea of sororities and frats. I'm like, that's not my scene either. Mm-hmm. So I said, well rock bottom it is and I remember coming here and starting to take my general education classes going I need to figure out what I'm going to do what I want to do where I'm going to go I need to figure it out it's time and I remember going to North Suburban Library and looking through books of different careers what the pay was what kind of schooling it entitled Mm -hmm. and I like many thought nursing nursing was going to be my field and I kind of started that path with the general education classes and realized I hate science. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. It Mm. takes a lot for me to retain it. And I think it's so great, you know, Mm -hmm. that some people can really 
know that yeah. and still have a great bedside manner. Right. But that both was not going to happen for mm-hmm. me. I'm like, I can't be a nurse. This, I will not be a good nurse. And I remember being up in the student center handling some financial aid stuff. And there was just all these papers of all the different paths you could take. And I saw graphic design. Mm-hmm. And I said, mm-hmm. hmm, I've always liked computers, kind of weirdly in a way. And so I started down that path. And yeah. ultimately, I ended up getting my associates in graphic design and graphic arts technology. Did you consider art. yourself an artistic person very much so very much so my mom was also very crafty okay so when it came to anything for school like oh make a project it's like yes we get to make a project so Mm -hmm. we were always very crafty and I was always on the computer too and the one that I always go back to is I remember in paint just Microsoft paint Mm -hmm. I made a town (laughs) and what I can compare it to is like those rugs that children have that have the roads and it has the school it was that on paint and I just did it pixel by pixel I made roads and I Hmm. like would change it up and so I always knew and then in eighth grade, I took a typing class. It was computer class. It's when I first learned Control Z, okay. mm-hmm. copy and paste, yep, yep. all mm-hmm. of that. And it stuck, and I thought it was so cool. And I also had a nun. I went to a private school. I had uh-huh. a nun teach that class. So I'm really hmm. good at typing because she was very serious about she'd lay the cloth over your hands oh, when it was yeah. test time. Uh-huh. And so I was always drawn to computers, but I've also been very artistic. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So Where? it was fun taking the art classes here and getting a chance to kind of get in like a studio environment, even though I wouldn't say that physical medium is my choice. Did you just Hmm. not feel that that was like a career path or a career option until you got to Rock Valley? Or how did that kind of... I think I kind of grew up with the mindset of, you know, especially artistic paths, like how is is that going to pay your bills? You know, where is that? Where are you going to get health insurance? I had a very like structured, well, that's not going to do it. Almost as if somebody said, I want to be a rock star. The starving artist. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. And and I was, I think, intimidated on the openness of the career path for art where, yes, you can freelance work. You Mm -hmm. can sell your own work. You can work for a corporate company and just be someone in the background, Mm -hmm. you know, getting stuff out. So I think it was very intimidating to have like, well, that's not a good plan. Mm -hmm. So that was... I was, I'm very type A, which I think is kind of odd for an artist because mm. usually they're very free thinking. But I'm right. also, that's why I think I like the graphic, where if mm-hmm. I draw a circle and it's not perfect, I just fix it. <laughs> where, like, if you have a medium, whether it's paint or graphite, mm-hmm. pencil, whatever, you know, you have to erase or start mm-hmm. over. And so I kind of like the freedom of the digital art world, too. For sure. Can you talk a little bit about our program here? And, and Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I started, uh, Julie Shilden was head, and mm-hmm. I definitely considered her a mentor. And she had loads and loads of experience in the print world. And um, I think anybody that's been kind of paying attention, printing has changed, just like regular mm-hmm. technology. Um, even when I, I was a student worker here as part of my internship for the degree, okay. I was actually working in print services, and mm-hmm. we had a press back then, mm-hmm. yeah. even. So and just even the technology from the press to the digital printing i think it's amazing to see people who stay in it from before to now mm-hmm. and to sit, to stay in that and so she had a lot of interest in it's just a two year program but there is an overlap with the graphic arts and the graphic arts technology yes. and so i definitely took advantage of doing that to get both because I, I just loved it so much. And at then, at that point, all the classes were out at Stenstrom. Too, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. So I remember having to 
coordinate my classes properly to make sure if I had any on main campus, then, you know, I had time to drive out there. And even when working in print services, I was working another job too. So I was working two jobs, going to school full time. So it was, it was Mm -hmm. a balance, but it was amazing. I liked it a lot. And the program is now on campus, correct? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. On main campus? Yes, it is. It's easier. Yep. Yep. No presses. When I was taking the classes too, we learned how to run some of the little oh, presses. Yeah. So they don't do that anymore. So yeah. I did get the tail end of that as well. So that was cool. Did you go somewhere after here as well? I did. Um, thanks to Julie too. Her brother-in-law, I believe, worked out at ASU, Arizona State University. Oh. And so our program transferred there. Uh-huh. So I was only two years away from my bachelor's. So I got everything all squared away, graduated from here and moved out to Arizona. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. We were out there uh, for six whole months. It was a very quick stay. Yeah. Got out there and some would find this good. Some would find this bad. I couldn't get approved for student loans. Mm. Uh Yeah. It was interesting. I couldn't get approved. Um, My mom lived out there. She had student loans, so she couldn't get approved to be Hmm. my co-signer. And Uh rent was coming up. So yeah. it kind of became a, well, I can go back to school whenever okay. we, I need to get a job. So my fiance and I, we just started working and six months later found out I was pregnant. Oh. So yeah, so the baby threw in a loop and I said, well, this has been fun. Um, <laughs> we have some responsibilities now. And yeah. so we came back home. Yeah. So it was six months, but yeah. So you never set foot on their campus? You never took a class there? I never took a class there. I did tour the campus. I I think I traveled out there two different times to visit their print shop and see and uh, Mm -hmm. visit their campuses, too, as well. So, yeah, it was awesome. I definitely think about finishing my classes a lot, um, especially now that everything is online. Right. Everything's online. Yeah. But I guess that's kind of part of my journey, too, where do I need that piece of paper to fulfill Mm -hmm whatever it is I need to fulfill my dream. What is your dream? I think I'm still figuring that out, Um, which is interesting because I do have a lot of family members too who are younger than me who seem to have it figured out. Or I see (laughs) people who left high school going into college, had it figured out. They Mm -hmm. knew what university they were going to. They knew what job they were going to get. And I think, again, as an artist, I don't know what that means, but I know that I want to do something important. Uh I think that I want to do something where I guess I'm a business owner, but I don't want it to just be how much am I going to make? Well, you know, go back and go back to that. Like, how much am I going to make? You know, Mm -hmm. what's the job going to be like? What are the hours? I want it to be fulfilling in a way. And I'm hoping that the rest will come with it. And if it doesn't, it won't matter. Right. So whether that's artsy or computer, I, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. So how long after you got back did you until you started here? Mm-hmm. Well, I was uh, working at a hospital as a uh, I delivered food to the patients for I think about nine months when um, actually the former administrative assistant for print services saw on Facebook that I was back <laughs> oh. and they were short staffed. And so kind of word got around and RVC called me. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. They called me and said, Hey, you know, it's a temporary position. Um, Mike Papp was still here. He yeah. was here when I was a student worker as well. He said, you know, I can't guarantee longevity or anything, right. but we need mm-hmm. the help now. I said, yes perfect Mm -hmm. because I'd kind of been saying man I wish I could just get a job like that again a job like that again and it kind of fell in my lap was that Kathy yeah yeah I miss Kathy I miss Kathy too she was another redhead (laughs) (laughs) yeah so what do you do now 
Now I am in print services. I run the show there. Cool. It is a one-man team now, oh, yeah. one-woman team. So, <laughs> um, And things have definitely been changing even since I came back um, mm-hmm. from Arizona where now everything's kind of digital. We took that time off where, you know, there wasn't a lot of printing going on. Mm -hmm. And even as we kind of recover from everything that happened last year, it's still interesting to see, you know, what instructors are staying digital, Uh if they're going back to the physical copy of materials. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting to watch how the education has changed and how at the upper adult level, how it's changing. And then to see with my nieces and nephews kind of how they do it too. It's Uh It's kind of cool. Yeah. I feel like I have a background job where I'm someone in the background. Okay. You know, I'm not a front and center type, but it's important and it's interesting oh, yeah. to sometimes sit in the back and observe. So, well, yeah. absolutely, it's important. I mean, every time, ever since I've been on this campus, looking around at materials that are printed and things that are done for posters or or signage or, or even like um, big copy jobs and things like that, have always been extremely well done mm. um, at the school. And I was just, uh, just as a note on that, like. You know, how much recognition do you think you get from people, like, besides a simple thank you about the great work you guys are doing with, like, signage and stuff? And I know your department designs a lot, Dave, about that material, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it always looks really high-end, and I just think that's very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What goes into your, yeah, I mean, talk a little bit more about what goes into that. Like, what's a typical day for you? What is what is running the machines? What different machines are there that you have to run now? Yeah, now we are all digital. So we have yeah. two color machines and mm-hmm. one black and white machine. Um, a typical day, I usually, I have two emails opening. So my RVC email and then the print services email. So I'm kind of babysitting those all day watching the requests come in. Right now, it's um, an all-manual system, so I manage the requests. I kind of put them in a production schedule that fits based on when they were received, when they are due, kind of the time that goes into them. Um, My favorite thing, I would probably say, I love it and hate it, but it's spiral binding. (laughs) Um, Because, again, it's changed a little bit, but it's a time that I get to sit. Mm-hmm. I get to listen to my podcast. I get to put headphones in, and it's yep. a very um, repetitive process, yep. but mm-hmm. I love it. Um, so I have to kind of think about that planning-wise, too, when jobs come in. But um, a lot of times it's communicating with people, too, because there's always new faces on campus, so kind of explaining the processes and how, you know, marketing is involved, and sometimes, you know, they need to be involved before, you know, we just get sent stuff mm-hmm. and print them off and it's yeah, kind of, it's a lot. Yeah. She she is kind of a gatekeeper that way, like yeah, because um, yeah. yeah, sometimes people won't, they just won't know the process yeah. or whatever, and they'll just send something directly to her, and she'll look at it and go, I think this yeah. needs a little, a little something. Yeah, yeah, send this over to marketing. A little and more on it, right? Because yeah. right. in a way, I am one of the last people to you are. touch yeah. things yeah. that go. You're out. the last line of defense if there's it's, something wrong. Yeah. With something it too. goes out wrong. It's yeah, it'll probably coming to you first. Yeah, right? and yeah. a lot of times, be, or you know, if it's running, and I go, whoa, hey, wait, whoa, yeah. you know, and there have been some, you know, misses in communication too, where you know something was sent to marketing, but then it never made it. The yeah. different document never made it to me, so I was like, wait, you're printing what? Don't print that. Oh, That's not no. right. And yeah. so it kind of comes with the job a little bit. Um, I have had my share of mishaps too, of you know, setting the wrong tray, yeah, and all yeah, of a sudden cool. the white paper is coming out pink, and oh. it's like, no, they didn't ask for pink, and then stop, yeah. stop, stop. So, <laughs> you ever have any crazy, crazy rush jobs where you're like here all night trying to get it done or something like that? There was one time last year 
um, I think it was around this time at the beginning of the spring semester there was one where it was a lot of different oh, books because yeah. I know art art has did some spiral binding math did spiral binding all the labs for the sciences there was a lot I think I did over 300 oh, yeah and so there was a day that I stayed an hour hour and a half late because I'm like well they need the students yeah. need these they need mm-hmm. these and so that that kind of is my push and I like when I get those materials too Mm -hmm. because with the job that I have it's very disconnected from students I feel like so that that kind of like drive you know of what RVC's purpose is can get lost I feel in a position like mine so you always have to connect it back to the students and go why is this important and why does this need to be out you know even if it's something just for an instructor totally and it's an instructor version and but they're using it to teach so I have to kind of bring it back because I think there's a lot of fulfillment that instructors get faculty get to see like I started with this person here and now they're here yeah. And so we miss that a lot in our building. Yeah. So I got to connect it back somehow. Oh, yeah. Cool. Do you have any student workers now or no? I do not. Nope. Yeah. I'm all by myself. Okay. We definitely talked about it. I've encouraged it because yeah. um, mm-hmm. that's where, how I started. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important to, even if, you know, I do a lot of physical handling of materials, even though I would say digital art is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. I think it's important to know how, what you're designing on a computer yep. will look in someone's hands because I really don't think that'll ever go completely away. Yeah, yeah. I w- it would be cool if you could get that again. I, I know I have student workers in our department, and and it's really uh, nice to help some of those kids that really they're they're going to do this. Like, yeah, this is their career path. This is where they're going to go. Helping them get some professional, more professional work and experience uh, before they're out in the real world. Um, a lot of our, our successful alumni have been our student workers. Mm -hmm. In Mm -hmm. fact, they just helped us make some new commercials for the school and, and, you know, they wouldn't have that chance or opportunity without being a student worker here at the school. No. So yeah. Yeah. Right. Maybe when we get back, when because uh, you kind of touched on, it's a little different now because for yeah. about a year we haven't yeah. printed as much as no. we used to. No. So totally true. Yeah. What kind of jobs are you getting these um, days? Still doing a lot of the lab stuff um, because it, that's hands-on a lot. Yeah. Again, a lot of these you know science classes are medical. They they need they need that. They're in the lab doing mm-hmm. it. Um, I do help every once in a while. I get some requests in. Um, from different departments who maybe don't use that where they're like hey i want to distribute these materials to my students like hey you know we can spiral bind this you know mm-hmm. you don't have to just staple this big packet of stuff so mm-hmm. um a lot of it's that business cards oh, um, yeah. postcards are still going out too we've been doing a lot of mail merge yep. documents as well we still have our clr program and they still get their newsletter oh, yeah. and their yearly okay. materials as well so there are still some things that go out and it definitely they're usually very mail related to the post office stuff that so people don't have to leave their homes here this is what we're still doing to help and definitely wide format yeah that has been a huge with all the different drive up events Mm -hmm. um, keeping people in their cars so that's been another one wide format what's the largest thing that you can get big posters there can we still do posters yeah we um we did get new a new wide format printer within the last two or three years um we had a larger one before. The largest we can print now is 40 inches wide. Okay. And yeah. so however long you yep. would like it, the roll is usually 100 feet long. Yep. So mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you want to do something like that, we can. Okay. But I know okay. we have outsourced a lot just because of um, the longevity that RVC needs for a lot of its outdoor materials when oh, it comes yeah. to, like, the UV resistance. Right. Um, yeah. We just don't off- we just sure, can't offer yeah. that in-house. We don't do enough yeah. where right. it would be cost effective. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we definitely still do a lot to help 
help with the little events that go along. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll be sending you a lot of stuff when the time comes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Always do. We get you. our recruiting material. We get our mailers every you know semester. We just got yeah. new ones for the new program, the multimedia journalism program. We just got those made up. And I got new cards. Yeah. yeah Title yeah. changed a little bit, so I had to get some new cards. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed for fall good. that we'll be plastering oh, the campus with yep. stuff again. It'll welcome back, everything. stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah it'll, be all, back. it'll be all the wide format window <laughs> clings. Here's the postcards. Yeah. Don't forget yeah. to get here. All of it. Yeah. Absolutely. We want the place to look beautiful when they come back. So yeah. we want to have all these shiny new materials out yeah. there. So. Kind of my big, wait. my big end game to the like start of COVID was the tournament. Mm-hmm. And oh, I know yeah. even like with athletics, a lot of that has gone away too. And I can't wait to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. print more of that knowing that it's hustling and bustling in there because right. i know i think the athletes want it too yeah oh god yeah yep. yep we all do yeah so we talked a little bit about you know you love to listen to podcasts and stuff like that we'd like to get to know yeah. you as a person what other things uh excite you what do you like to do in your free time um well i mentioned before i'm a mom yeah mm-hmm. two um, kids younger kids two kids yep so uh, free time is probably <laughs> no even free thought time yes is yeah. nothing. Oh, yeah. that yep. goes back to your spiral body i was gonna say like sometimes when i had young young kids mm-hmm. a lot of them at the same time the like even just mowing the yard the monotonous of the mowing mm-hmm. the yard was when i actually got to think it's a nice bit. getaway yeah. yeah it was that it getaway is. moment i was it, thinking that when you were talking about the spiral bound yeah right. just the almost the quiet sometimes uh-huh. of like i can think i can have an uninterrupted uninterrupted thought it's yes. amazing yeah so yeah i'm a mom um jordan is my oldest she will be five in july okay. so there are lots of wise wise and questions and oh, look yes. at me with that and peyton will be two in march so yep, yeah they definitely keep me on my toes uh that is something that from a young age i knew i wanted i mm-hmm. knew i wanted to be a mom yeah. I don't, I don't know what it was in me. I didn't know how many. I knew it was more <laughs> than one. But I think I kind of look for that with my career, too. It was yeah. like just that, you know, I want to do this. Because I knew from a young age that I wanted to be a mom. Awesome. So that definitely keeps me on my toes a lot. Yeah. And then we have a dog, too, a German Shepherd. <laughs> for sure. So. Yep. And then it's just been a crazy year, yes. like with everybody. My yeah. fiancé, Joe, he's been working on and off. So I think it's, it's kind of taken a toll on the kids, too. Like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, mom's home, and then mm-hmm. mom's not home, and then dad's home, and then dad's not home. So right. I think kind of just dealing with that has been interesting and then kind of keeping Jordan on her educational toes too like and Uh kind of again watching from afar what's happening with the educational system because she'll probably start school in the fall Uh so just kind of seeing how that all plays out that's funny you said that too about the kind of confusing them with the back and forth and um Really since summer, I've kind of been back on campus. I haven't really been working from home except for once in a while. Right. Well, yesterday, because of the snow, I yeah, was home. Yeah. And my my son kept telling me to go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, go back to work. I would yep. come out the hall, down the hall and he'd be like, go back to work. Yep. Like, um, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I explained it to Jordan of like, no, I have to go to work. My work friends need me. And she told me the yeah. other day, no, they can do your job. They don't need you. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll just let them know. Just I'll tell them. Know. Just tell them you're staying. Hey, yeah. You, you want those toys and the food? I need to work. Yeah. Her I, new thing has been Disney. I want to oh, go to Disney. Oh. I've never been. So, I mean, oh. she's never been. No, nobody's been. Oh, man. So, I'm like, well, that costs money. And we've got yes, to save our money. And that's mm-hmm. why mom has to go to work so we can save our money. And then she always asks, when are we going to Disney? Yeah. When are we going to 
Do you have plans? Yeah, Nothing official, sure. but um, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I've been talking to some people around campus who do go. They're avid goers, so mm. I'm getting lots of good tips because from Job? what I understand. Did you talk to Job? I have not. <laughs> I've been talking to Amanda in payroll. Oh, Her okay. family goes a oh, lot. Oh, yes, yeah. they do. I, worked, yeah. I went through uh, Starlight when I was here as a student, mm. and a lot of my friends worked there. Uh, one's a Dapper Dan, and, oh, nice. and then um, a couple others worked there. I don't know if... They've been working as much. They worked in the restaurants and retail and mm. some other things, too, so that might be a little slower. But, um, yeah, so a lot of people uh, from this area, even from mm. campus, work there. And That's it's amazing. It's very cool because they always tell you what to do and what to go. And if there's something really <laughs> cool in the parks, like one time they had these Star Wars figures, like these custom ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really wanted one, but I couldn't get down there. He's like, tell me what you want. And he just went over on his oh, lunch break yeah. and grabbed nice. them and sent them back. And see, that's where I feel like I need some catching up, too, because I've seen some Star Wars. I'm not really into that but i want to know it so when i go there Mm -hmm. i can appreciate it same Mm -hmm. with avatar i've never seen it again with two kids it's hard to sit and kind of watch that and then when it's time to go to sleep i like to go to sleep right i generally don't stay up very late (laughs) but i want to be able to know and even when i pictured it in my head before and after kids i said i'm going without children the first time i go but Uh. now that i have kids i still kind of want to go without Uh them sometime but i know i'd be thinking about them the whole time I'll probably cry. Yeah. And Jordan, will, I don't know if Jordan will cry, but I will cry. Like, but did you see? Did you see who that was? <laughs> yeah, we've been saving up for a couple of years to be able to take Elliot when he's, he'll be about five and a half at the yeah. time. That's what we're kind of thinking. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely wanted to wait till they're old, a little older to be able to actually take it in and not just be like an expensive trip. Right. That, exactly. That they don't remember. Right. So, right. Yeah. I, I've been to Disneyland, but my kids wanted to go to the Harry Potter place. Mm, yeah. That was at Universal. So mm-hmm. when we were in California, we went to Universal and did that. Mm-hmm. They loved yeah. that. But yeah, th- luckily we, they you know, didn't want to do the Disney thing. I mean, I did. I did. I didn't go to World though. Mm. That's the one for the big one, but. Yeah, well, they have, they have all those, like you said, they have all those sub-parks yes. now. Toy Story Land, yeah. Avatar, yeah. Galaxy's Edge, and it's like, ugh, I don't even know how you squeeze it all in. you got to be there a week Probably at least. Yeah, and that's yeah. kind of the tips I've been getting of, like, you need to, Spread like, spend out. some time there. Yeah. And then I've heard that, you know, it's just much better just to be there, stay yeah. there. Don't mm-hmm. go off oh, yeah, yeah. site to go yeah. sleep. Like, it's a stuff. much better experience. and. I mean, right. there's a, a train that runs through the whole thing. Yeah, the old monorail. The old monorail. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yep. It's like it seems kind of overwhelming, and I'm not a um, a ride. A, I would say a roller coaster person. Okay. I'm not yeah. a roller coaster person. I yeah. don't like adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. mean, maybe it's being a Libra. I don't like confrontation. <laughs> I like things to just be nice and balanced. Sure. But I would like to enjoy like the experience mm-hmm. ride. So I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think anybody in my family if we would go especially my children would want to go on the roller coaster right. type ride yeah. so we might save some time skipping those yeah. there's not as much there, i haven't been in a while not. but there's not as much of that as it is the experience experience things. ride so yeah. it's yeah. a mix of like screens and mm-hmm. real actors interacting yeah. and big huge set pieces like the best ride when we went to we went just last summer before covid uh to the harry potter thing the best ride was that ride where you're really like in this chair and mm-hmm. it just kind of moves around this building and there's these virtual things that pop up and then these actors pop up it's really awesome so yeah. cool yeah oh, I, I can't it'll be it'll be great i think I we're all ready to it. go let's all go yeah. right we're now. going right yeah. now yeah. i know and then i hear good things about going now too like people who for live the lines there. i bet yeah, yeah well, they said yeah. they can hit everything yeah, yeah. Sure. it's like well i'm not a resident of florida or anywhere else so yeah. i probably shouldn't do that yeah is that the thing? You have to be a resident to go now? Well, I'm not sure, but yeah. I think it's more convenient for them, definitely. Like, yeah. well, let's just go. There's no tourists right. here. Right, right. Okay. So. so when you do have some spare time, you were talking about you like to binge stuff. What, yeah. what, do, you, what do you watch? I do. Um, we, 
I would say we watched Cobra Kai that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've been talking about that one. Love it. So good. And I... I think I've seen the first Karate Kid. I definitely haven't seen any of I the other ones. I think you've seen the first. What do you mean you think you've seen? It's on. one of those where it would have been on like TBS yeah. on a Saturday sure. or Sunday. And who knows what version that was that right. they were putting okay. on. Uh, so, but My I, heart I, hurts right now. I know. To hear that. <laughs> well, I do. I definitely well, want to go back because we were like researching while we were watching okay. Cobra Kai. Like, mm-hmm. that is that actor. That yeah, is that actress. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they did that because of that and this. And so yeah. it was interesting to do discover those easter eggs and it made me want to yes. go back especially yes. like i yeah. had no idea he joined cobra kai right johnny yeah. i didn't know that happened and i'm like yeah. wait what yeah. and so so yeah especially this season the third season when they spoiler alert they you know there's some of the stuff from the second movie comes up and, mm-hmm. and things yeah if you don't know that it's yeah it's a little mixing but, oh yeah. yeah and we we stayed up and watched it all nice. we waited yeah. till it came out we watched it all Same we here. kind of got like we started laughing, like crazy laughing, because we're like, oh my gosh, it's 4.30 in the morning. Uh, like, the it. kids will be up at their normal time. They yeah. do not care that I we know. were up. Well, but we had to. I did the same so thing with season one and two. I stayed up like an entire night watching all right. ten. And I, yeah, I come stumbling up the stairs yeah. at like two in the morning. Uh, like, crap, he's going to be up at six. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, whatever. It was worth it. It's totally yeah. worth it. Yeah. So I did the same with like Mandalorian when they, because they aired you know, midnight, but it's like Pacific time. So you guys get to go two or three in the morning. Mm-hmm. But there were some I just couldn't wait for. It. I yeah. just get up yeah. or stay up. Yeah. But you're right. They're, they've done a good job with that balance to have a fan like you who wasn't like a yeah. super fan of the mm-hmm. movies. You could still appreciate it. Yeah. And then kind of go back and look for those things. And then there's yeah. the people like me who grew up on Karate Kid and love it. And yeah. you get all those references yeah. that they're making, and they're doing that for you um, and that kind of thing. But yeah. I think there is a good balance. that yeah. Definitely. And that I mean, guess it started on YouTube? It did. It was it a did. YouTube rep show. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's their awesome. pay service, and yeah. not many people had it, so it wasn't watched a lot. And I remember the free trial. They gave you the first two episodes for free, and then you were to mm-hmm. sign up, and, like, nobody signed up. Yeah. yeah. So then they moved it over, and then it's this huge hit. Huge, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's an even huge hit with people. You know, it's a nostalgia factor show. There's, sure. There's absolutely some kickback. It's very there. 80s vibe. Totally it's very Design, totally by yes, design. Yes. Um, but so many people that haven't, like you maybe haven't watched the movies or don't remember the movies, are into it. Mm-hmm. And that's the audience that they've just built up from it. Yeah. It's crazy. And I feel like I appreciate it more when I go back and say, wow, these are all the original actors or mm-hmm. actresses, mm-hmm. or it's so genuine to certain right. storylines. And it's amazing. I yeah. Think it's yeah. so good. What they did with all Johnny's buddies exactly. in the one episode. Yeah, yeah. with the camping trip and all yes. that. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. And then he was really sick, and I didn't. Yeah, know that. right. And he really did pass away. Yeah, yeah. that's the line they yeah. used. The body, body bag. bag. Oh, oh, oh gosh, yeah. So Jeez. good, so right. good. And they I do think a lot more with it than you kind of expect they would. Exactly. Yeah. So well done. Yeah. And I think it's interesting for writers nowadays too to have to write something knowing that it is maybe binge material. I mean, we mm-hmm. were kind of touching on you know kids nowadays will never know what it was like to watch Ross get on that plane and yeah. just not know what's happening. Yeah. And, you know, I think there goes, there's something artistically to say about having to write something that can be so quickly consumable, yeah. but maybe also like lasting as well to leave an effect that maybe watch again, like with Cobra Kai, we will rewatched it too. Yeah. And so it's cool. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We, we, Got off on a little bit of a tangent about that on this podcast once oh. about about Lost and yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just another example of a show where a totally different kind of viewing experience yep. back when it was on versus yeah. 
this whole binge culture that we're in now because you don't have those cliffhangers. Yeah. You, you can just if you do move. it's for, it's season to season. It's not episode pretty yeah. much to episode because mm-hmm. you could just go right through it. Yeah, and that yeah, you're right. And and they had yeah, basically episode to episode cliffhangers. Exactly. Not only season to season, but yeah, yeah. Now you can just like what happened? I wanna <laughs> let me just go to the bathroom real quick and I'll come back and find out what happened. Yeah, right. We Are you wait. still watching? Yeah, let me use the bathroom really fast and then I'll <laughs> hey, you're too watching. young for this, but, <laughs> but Jerry would probably remember who shot JR. Oh yeah, like, totally. Yeah. Oh my God, how many months did you have to wait to and, find out? And those shows, like my my family, they would go to people's houses and have watching parties. Yep. They would yes. watch that one show and then wait three months for the next episode. Yeah, that dragged out for months and months and oh months until you, yeah. you found out the answer. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned yeah. like when Netflix warns you if you're watching. like It's like mm-hmm. Netflix is t- looking out for you. Like I like yeah. that little yeah. filter. It's like, hey, are you okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't turned this off in like six hours. Yeah. And I right. discovered on Netflix too that you can watch it at one and a half speed too as well. Uh-huh. So if you're trying to binge, you can really binge. Wait, whoa, yeah. whoa. What? what is, um, have you done this? Uh, what, what I do something about? similar where I'll, I'll hit that 10 second if it's slow or something that I kind of get, okay. I'll yeah. hit that a little bit. And you can bit. still what, what follow it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's geez. a little... It's so what are they talking like, the chipmunks? Chi- not too in the, bad. In the advanced speed, it's not too bad. No. Yeah, okay. they try to fix it. Like, I just but, watched... I binged huh. um, Blown Away. It's uh, the glass blowing show. Yep. I mm-hmm. was waiting for season two for so long. I feel like maybe it's been two or three years, but so I binged that, and it's very, mm. they do a lot of, like, the B-roll of, like, yes. hitting the glass and, you know, all the different sparks, and so I'm, I don't need this. I just want to see what they made. So I, hmm. I did watch that one yep. on the fast. Shoot the glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do that similar to another show where they make the knives and the swords. Mm-hmm. It will kill that show. That yeah. I forget the title of it, but, yeah, mm. I'll skip through a lot of the stuff because it's very, you know, they got to fill the half hour, but there's really not a half hour there. Yeah. Right, right. So you'll kind of skip through some of that yeah. visual okay. montage. Stuff. Well, I, I know. I know yeah. this is the moment you've been waiting for. So, Drum roll. dive into that bag next to you oh there. Boy. <laughs> Talking about raw and organic. I heard the uh, questions have been changed, and yeah, we got fresh Ooh. questions in there. I'm digging. So yeah, dig deep. Have you ever saved someone's life? Ooh. Oh wow. Um, not that I know of. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not I not at um, face value, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Um. I mean, I guess I save my children's lives every day. Yep. I mean, I keep them spinning Going and ticking. And yeah. um, gosh, I don't think I've ever been in a situation like that. I definitely want to say that I prepare myself mentally, I guess, for those. Yeah. Um, if You know, what if situations, you mm-hmm. know, I guess you just be prepared. You know, again, with the changing times, you know, yeah. you have to, but. I don't know. I, I saved a bunny's life once. Oh, there you go. Um, temporarily, I was. What was that story? Um, I found it in my backyard yeah. and we had a dog. Oh, um, there was only one left, but, and I think you're not supposed to touch them. You're like, mm-hmm. even if yeah. you think mom's not there, yeah. mom's there, don't touch it. But I waited a while and it was really cold and I couldn't help myself. So mm. then I made a little home for it in a bucket. This was two, three years ago. Hmm. And I kept it alive for about a week and a half. Uh-huh. Um, and then it, it, it passed one Aww. night I went, but I didn't. I did learn that they're very complicated creatures. Um, and that I probably was in no position yeah. to even try to take care of it. But I tried. I couldn't help it. I guess the motherly instinct came out of me. I was like, "Well, I have to try. Yeah. I have to try." Yeah. So, but no, I don't think I've ever saved anybody's life. I haven't had the pleasure. But no, the that's pleasure. Yeah. I was well, a lifeguard in high school and college, and it it it's a moment. So like, you've done it. A couple kids have mm-hmm. gotten in the deep end and mm-hmm. weren't supposed to be there. And, 
Nobody's watching him. That's, that was the story of a lifeguard's life. No one's watching the kid in the pool. But sure. Uh, yeah, I've pulled a couple. That's why me. lifeguards yeah. exist, right? It's totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's okay. The kids will be fine. The lifeguards are there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and then you got to find the parent, like, afterwards. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, hey, I just saved your kid from dying. Yeah, yeah. Do you want him back? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Reading a book. Or I guess I've had my something. life saved. I had a moment like that oh. in my uncle's pool. He lived in North ah. Carolina. Yeah. And my sister had crossed that line, you know, where it just drops yep. off. And so I went over to her. Yeah. I was like, well, I got to help. And I guess not realizing that I couldn't swim sure, either. Yeah. And so then I just remember, like, screaming my uncle's name at one, like, burst above the water and went. then yep and mm-hmm. then he dove in and saved well, us thanks for your uncle yeah right wow yeah okay uh, back to your kids saving their life every day how many times a day do you think you say be careful <laughs> well so many yeah. I, I mean and i jordan was not a very girly girl baby i mean she was very adventurous she cl- was a climber and yeah. did all that so i'm like what's a boy like now I oh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's already fractured his foot. He's yeah. been a week and a half yeah. in a cast. I mean, I'm like a one year old in a cast. Like, yeah. yeah. He jumps off of things yes. all the, nice on the same. time. Yep. yep. All the time. Where yep. I have to go, uh, no, yeah. that's too high. Yeah. That's too high. No. Oh, yeah. It's been fun it? watching my wife because she's. Yeah, she had a sister, uh-huh. and I had two brothers, yeah. and I don't think she was ready for <laughs> when that, happened. that. Like what a boy does. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, they're all over. Maxi, he's uh, <laughs> we call him old Tarzan. He'd grab on the curtains, the long curtains in the living room, and he'd swing from one couch to the other. Oh, he's like no. one and a half two, <laughs> and they're so proud. Yeah, well, they are he's happy. So he's proud. giggling the whole time. Yeah. There's no fear in it. No, That's no. The problem. You no. know, it's like he's oh, this will be fun. Yeah, and I try to like you know use like you know, positive, not just no or get down. It's like not safe, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) things like that, but it just doesn't click. It won't click. But I mean, and he throws, I mean, he, we've measured, he can throw about 10 or 12 feet Mm -hmm. to a target. And it's like, wow, what do we got here? Yeah. So we'll see what kind of path he he takes. So teacher Tom Brady. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, cool. Well, I just yeah. wanted to you know, sidebar to that because I think it's a good point. You probably have saved their life at some yeah. point. Absolutely. Just yeah. by pulling them back from something or saying, Every be turn. careful. Yeah. We've had yeah. some of those moments of like the catch of like, if oh, I yeah. wasn't here. Right, yes. what would have, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Split second later. Oof. Yeah. All right, get in there and get another question. Okay. I won't dig so See, you never know time. where these things are going to go. A long That's part of fun. What personality trait do you value most and which do you dislike the most? Oh, that's a two-parter. Um, the one that I value the most, I think, is my willingness to unlearn things. Um, I think it's a powerful thing that we have control of that I don't think people take advantage of. Um, you, I mean, the way whether it's the way you grow up, what you learn in school, yeah. I think some things you think, well, that's just how it is, that's yeah. how I am, and it's like, well, no, it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. You can unlearn those, you can develop new habits, you can develop good habits. So, yeah. I, I like that about myself a lot. Awesome. Um, dislike, um, I would have to say, I'm not good at asking for help, okay? I'm not good. Yeah. I that's something I'm also unlearning yeah. is how to ask for help. And I can't even relate it to, I don't know, relate it to feeling weak. I don't feel weak when I ask for help, but sure. I definitely, maybe it's just more of a control thing of like, well, I know it'll be done right, or mm-hmm. I'll know it'll be done this way if I do it. Mm-hmm. So I think kind of letting that go in all sorts of situations is kind of hard. Yeah, It's yeah. very hard. Yeah, we, uh, we do a lot of like, you know, we don't want to micromanage as teachers and other things and faculty members. So I like to like, 
you know, let them help. You know, I'll, I'll, if I see someone struggling, I'll reach out. But there's a lot of times where students, I wish students would maybe would reach out a little more yeah. um, in that sense. And I know it can be hard. And especially now with yeah. everything being online and not being in the classroom, it's not easy to just walk up and ask a teacher. you got to right. email them and contact them. And, mm-hmm. and I just, you know, hope students know they can always reach out to faculty, you know, ask for help. It's always okay. It's yeah. always okay. Yeah. And I think I definitely struggled with that as a student as yeah. well. Even, I would say, as early as, like, high school. Sure. Where, you know, you'd go to the counselor and they'd ask, you know, what you want to do? Have you thought about this and that? And it's like... Well, no, and I don't want to schedule an appointment with you because I don't want to take up your time. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of do that and I guilt trip myself. <laughs> yeah. and, and even at, you know, the Rock Valley level, I think it's very important because even in the real world, if you're trying to communicate with anybody in your work field or your boss, it's important to know how to reach out. Yes. To even if it just covers your tail to yeah. say, well, I tried, you know. And I, I do that. Yeah. And I think there's as long going along with unlearning things, I think it's important too to never stop learning. Yes. I think mm-hmm. that can be important and go with unlearning. So yeah. if you're asking questions, you know, I always I always try to be the positive person in a situation, the yeah, but, the whatever mm-hmm. the devil's advocate of positive is, I guess. And so even if it is, well, I failed and now I know a new way not to do this mm-hmm. or now I know how not to approach it, yep. you can do that. You can yeah. view it positively that way. We always tell our kids mistakes are the best way to kind of learn something. Yeah. I mean, we try and get them hands on cameras, hands on equipment, and, you know, you hear that feedback. They'll try the like, first day in the audio lab and just this loud screeching feedback. Yeah. And you'll never do that again. <laughs> no, no. Go, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's and even, they learn. Even some of the podcasts I listen to, um, there are a lot of, like, improv comics. They do stand-up, and mm-hmm. they're even talking about how they went and did their first set, and they forgot their oh, jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they said, I, you know, I used to live for the meet-and-greets, but I don't know how to talk to people anymore. So I think it's important hmm. to know that you have to get out there, and even if it's something you were comfortable doing, if you're not constantly doing it, yeah, whether it's doing practice. it right or doing it wrong, you'll never get better. Yeah. Never. Yeah, you definitely learn more from your failures, right? Yeah. yeah. They stick with you for sure. Yep. Yep. Let's do a third one. Okay. We're having too much fun. I like them. Yeah. You know me, I like paper. Another <laughs> long one. That's perfect. <laughs> if you could convince everyone in the world to do one thing at one point in time, what would that be? Hmm. Ooh. Wow. That's almost like a, if you won the lottery, what would you do? No limitations. Yeah. Um... I guess being organic, the first thing that comes to mind is something that would help the earth do one thing at one point in time. What would that be? I think Mm. it would just be, I guess, take better care of our world and how we produce waste. I think if we developed better habits and better, even on like a corporate level, how we package things, distribute, Mm. I think that that could help so much. It would. It it could help so much. And, you know, even thinking of one thing that I hang on is like, why do we have world hunger when we can agriculturally put something into an algorithm and figure out how to properly grow? And, you know, I think Hmm. even like little things like that, you, I guess utilizing our time well enough to. Yeah. Feel, apply that. Yeah, I feel it's it's something that's changed because like when I think back to my parents, like there was no recycling, there was no like when I was a kid, the whole thing was all oh, everybody got is recycle, everybody recycle. But mm-hmm. now when you look at it, it's like it's even before recycling, like better packaging, better you know yeah. use and things like. So I hope on that level it's getting better. I don't know mm-hmm. how much better, but um, 
you, you definitely see it more, I think, yeah. in, in, in the process of, of how things are done. In fact, you know me, I'm a big Lego guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big talk now is whenever they come out in these packages, the boxes are paper, but mm-hmm. the individual bags are all these plastics you yeah. can't recycle. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're going to do paper now. Supposedly, oh. they're going to do some kind of, like Amazon okay. does those paper bags that right. you can treat as a box. Yeah. They're going to look at doing it all in paper from now on. So that'd be a step in the right direction. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. Cool. So this has been fun. Yeah. Thanks for joining us here today. Thank thank you. We also appreciate that you are a listener. I am. So thanks for listening. Yep, it's the ephemeral for me. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Best of luck in the rest of your uh, journey here at RVC. And I know we'll be working together again soon. Yeah. Like I said, when when things kick back into normal here. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm always in the background, but I'm always here. Oh, we'll see you. We'll see you there. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Well, Jerry, you yeah. kind of knew Samantha before she came did. in, as we, did I. But We do a lot of print uh, for the department, posters, things to get you know students engaged in what's going on that they might not you know, know about from the classes. Mm-hmm. So uh, we always work with print service on that, and they do a tremendous job, as well as the designers in, in marketing. So yeah. um, all of our materials are done that way. Yeah. yeah. I love working with her because she's a graphic designer mm-hmm. for kind of that stuff we touched on a little bit that – with her being the last line of defense or with people sending her stuff directly, she has the eye to know mm-hmm. this needs, you know. Punching up. Yeah, this I needs some say. punching up yeah. or this you know, this doesn't look quite quite right and she brings it back to us. And <laughs> yeah, she's I, great to work with. We did a corporate job once and we were the last. We were doing a piece for Harris Bank at the time and there was a rush, you know, kind of, kind of a meeting handout thing. And they sent it over to us, and we knew it was wrong. Like mm-hmm. We knew the figures were wrong. We knew the information was wrong. And it's like midnight the day yeah. before, but we're like, we cannot print these. we got to contact them. But right. if we hadn't done that, and then we, you know, that gets just ran. Oh, somebody takes the file, prints it, and doesn't take the time to care like she does with her stuff. Yep. That would have gone out to all of their investors incorrectly. So yeah. uh, as someone who's been in that situation, it's real important, and she does a great job at that. Yeah, and she's great because it's a customer service job too. I mean, that's yeah. essentially what you're doing is working with, all these people from all over the college and she has a great interpersonal skills for that mm-hmm. part of the Absolutely. job. So Absolutely. Um, yeah, she's been a real, a real good find for us in that position. Yeah. So. And she's fun, as you can tell, yeah. to talk to. I enjoy, you know, she's right across yeah, the hall. I was from say, me, she's so right by you guys. Yeah. I, I can wander over there and you know, she's alone and I've been alone since summer pretty much yeah, in my office. Weird. So yeah, we kind of walk back and forth and chat. Um, so yeah. Yeah. We've been off campus. Faculty's been off campus a lot and, and remote learning some things. I mean, we couldn't even come back in the spring, but right. um, I've slowly been moving stuff back a little bit more and it feels really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels good to go to get back to campus a little bit more. And, you know, I have a hybrid class, so I'd get to see some students face to face, which is yeah. kind of the highlight of my week. I'm not going to lie. I love seeing the students and meeting right. them and talking to them. So. Well, let's plug that. Let's plug your department a little bit while you're on here. Take oh. advantage of your free time on air here. Yeah, we got a little time. What's um, coming up in your department? Well, we just had our advisory council. So every two years as a program, we like to um, get people together from the industry, alums, people I know that work, teachers for us, staff members. And just kind of kick around where we're at. Mm-hmm. And like um, like uh, Samantha said, the unlearning, like what are we doing that could be better? Like mm-hmm. it might be fine. It might be adequate. It probably is good. Yeah. But what could we be doing that could take it over to another level or better? And we mm-hmm. we kicked around a lot of things and things come up every year, every time we do that. Uh, that things you don't think about, you know, because you're doing them well and they're going very well. Yeah. But then when you, you know, have these meetings and you get these outside, you know, interpretations of what we're doing mm-hmm. they bring up a lot of good ideas and yeah. so we're acting on a few of those we're going to redesign our set and our studio down in the, in the department oh cool what, um, what's the plan there well we're going to go a little bit modular so right now we mm-hmm. have it set up so it's one big like set 
Um, but we think that uh, I was talking with actually Eric, Eric Wilson over at TVO, and mm-hmm. we're talking about how their new set is kind of compartmentalized. So they have their anchor desk, but they also have these reporter walls and then a screen mm-hmm. and some other things that we could probably do with even gear that we have in the department to make it a little more, um, rather than just have one option, three or four options. Yeah. And, and, and then change some lighting and some design. And, light. and it, a lot, some of that is actually tied to a media lab that we built last year mm-hmm. where there's a lot of stuff we built in that that we can now apply downstairs and, and make it a little more homey and friendly to, to video production. So that's cool. a big part of it. Yeah. And then just some course things uh, that came up. Um, mm-hmm. We have a new certificate. Yeah. It's a journalism certificate for uh, um, journalism production and, and multimedia. Mm-hmm. And that's all tied to the Valley Forge, which I'm an advisor for. And when we got into the advisory council, a lot of the people that are working in the industry are like, you got to utilize that. Get them. Every class should have something that has to be put out on that the Valley Forge and work in that semi-pro kind of co-curricular. Mm-hmm. That experience of just doing that, working with an editor, working with someone that's like an advisor – is going to be so key to those students when they get in the real world that they're going to have that experience. Right. So we're actually rewriting the projects a little bit in some of the courses that didn't work with the Forge to now they have to you know be a member of the Forge and then uh, produce some content for them. Nice. So that'll be helpful. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Excited stuff. to see that come to fruition. All so. moving forward. It's very nice. good stuff. All right. Well, coming up, thanks again for joining me as co-host. Hey, um, no problem. Anytime. Joining me or joining us or I don't know who's going to co-host with me next. But this has uh, been Everything RVC. That's David cool. and Jerry. <laughs>